Welcome to Marvelicious Toys. Hosted by Justin and his amazing friends, Arnie and Marjorie. We bring you news and reviews of Marvel toys, statues, and more. Because not all Marvel collections can be bagged and boarded. They're not just toys, they're Marvelicious. Happy New Year and welcome to Marvelicious Toys, issue 107. I'm Marjorie. I'm Arnie. And this is old man Justin. <laughs> yeah, Justin joined the Over the Hill Club. Do they still have Over the Hill parties with the black bands at 40? That's for 50. Okay, it used to be for 40 before the lifespan extended. What, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're old, Justin. <laughs> you know, I don't feel all that old, though. I've got a I've got a permanent like 27 year old attitude I think. You're only as old as you feel, and you felt a 27 year old. Yep. <laughs> Boy, was he upset. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to the second Marvelicious Toys video podcast. We kind of just threw you into the deep end of the pool with our second 2013 in review show, but now that we know that we're actually going to be able to pull this off. To explain what's going on, we have done an enhanced podcast since our very first episode. Thanks to Barrent, who was the only enhancer for years, how he could keep up with it all. I think he worked harder than I do in podcasting. And then we got some help for him with Shane, Andrew, and Daryl. And these guys have been enhancing the podcast. So if you are on iTunes or using an Apple device, you could see pictures of what we were talking about while we talked. But Apple has made motions and it looks like the enhanced podcasts may be going away eventually and we wanted to make it so that everyone could see these pictures not just apple users so we are now doing a video podcast so you are able to see moving pictures on your screen and you're able to do it on any device that can do hd video are they talkies too yeah they are talkies because we're talky people <laughs> yeah it's pan and scan kind of cool <laughs> And if you don't have an HD device or if you like to listen while driving, we don't recommend you do that while watching something. We will have the audio only feed as we always have. And we're going to be putting both on iTunes, but we hope you enjoy the new video format as well. And let us know. Send us an email at show at marveliciousToys.com or come to the forums. We know a couple of people have, were surprised by this and needed to figure out how to play it. We're happy to help as much as we can. And this is our first new show of the new year. It's our first one since Christmas, a little behind-the-scenes news. We record that year in review early so that we actually get a winter vacation and get to see families and spend time with them. And then, God, we're so happy that's over with and we can come back and talk to each other again. <laughs> but we have some people to thank because we had the Christmas gift exchange. And I need to give a big shout-out to Shane because he hooked me up. He got me stuff from all kinds of eras of Marvel. The thing that I think impressed me most is he got me two different Daredevil figures from the Toy Biz days, one of which I didn't even know existed. He got me from the Marvel Superheroes line, that line that has that wonderful Hulk with a rock. He got me a Daredevil in some kick-butt armor that's like red, black, and silver. Hmm. He comes with a grappling hook. Oh, nice. And then he got me a yellow and red Daredevil that was a Toy Fair exclusive. And I knew about the She-Venom Toy Fair exclusive, but I never knew they did this Daredevil one back in 99. And yeah, I think he got it from Wizard Magazine. 
And he hooked me up with that. That was really, really exciting. Then a Loki Lego keychain from Marvel Superheroes. A Iron Fist Choco guy from the Spider-Man chocolate balls. He, he said balls. That he put in this really cool custom box made of the back of trading cards he turned into a box. It's awesome. Because, like, I open it up. And the lid is Galactus. and Oh, nice. That is very cool. And then, to top it all off, a Hulk Beginky. <laughs> Beginky. <laughs> My secret Santa was Justin. Hey, I know that guy. Yeah, he's super awesome. I got a really great present involved alcohol, which is always good. But I got a really cool Captain America cup, which I love coffee cups, so it was perfect. And inside of him, he had an Iron Patriot pop plushie. He's super cute. Then... I got a nice Spider-Man Tupperware container, and inside had a recipe and all the fixins for Justin's famous hot cocoa. Oh, yeah. Which was tasty. Yes, it was tasty. <laughs> the secret is the alcohol. Rumplemans. Arnie discovered he likes Rumplemans. It was good in the cocoa. I cannot do shots of Rumplemans. Arnie did shots of it. He Wow, that's a brave guy right there. I know, because it's like drinking scope straight. <laughs> It also works with just straight-up peppermint schnapps, but I couldn't find shot bottles of that. So, Rumplemints it was. And then, of course, thanks to Darth Prime for setting it all up and running it again year after year. We know that it's not always easy to do everything he does and this on top of it, but thank you. We had a record number of sign-ups, uh, both on the Marvelicious Gift Exchange and the Star Wars Action News Sithmas Exchange. So, Jason, thank you so much. Thanks for doing all the wrangling. I know that can't be easy to do. So we've only been away for really a couple of weeks, but it seems like there's been so, so much going on. Let's just get into... The Spectacular Store Report. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Go to Target and they're quickly getting rid of everything and red tagging all the stuff that was still around for Christmas and resetting the toy aisles already. If you're lucky, you could actually find some new stuff red-tagged because they get confused really easily. Some people were finding brand new figures with red tags on them. Stuff that had not been out before on clearance. That's why you have to change the UPCs every time you have a new line because this is what happens. <laughs> yeah, I saw some of that too. The only one I saw in person was, you know, the second wave of the Avengers Assemble figures. And even at that, there was no leader or Thor, so... Did I, did I want a half-price Nick Fury or another Hawkeye? Nah. So I skipped those, but somebody got lucky and got a, a leader for only four bucks. Wow. I've not even seen Wave 2 still in stores. I think it's probably in the back room waiting to stock with the rest of the stuff that is starting to trickle out there. I was looking for bargains, and I didn't get much. I picked up a couple of those Spider-Man vehicle, Ultimate Spider-Man. He's got the blue thing impaled on his wrists that kind of flops around. You know what I'm <laughs> talking about? <laughs> kind of. Like, to be honest with you, that whole Spider-Man section for, for the last year or so has just been kind of a, a blur of don't look directly at it for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I picked up a couple of those on clearance. We saw the helicarrier on clearance at Walmart, and I'm like, ooh, do I need another helicarrier? <laughs> and Marjorie was for it because you love a bargain. I do. I do love bargains. But it was $59. I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I saw only at one Toys R Us, they had a few left over that they had clearanced out at 29 
I'd have gone for 29. I'd have bit. You know, but it didn't feel like a, a chain-wide clearance type of thing. It felt like that store was like, hey, we're done sitting on these. Put them out there for 20 bucks, 29 bucks. And Marjorie tried to goad me into a bad purchase because at Meyer, <laughs> they... No, I, I didn't try to goad you into a bad purchase. I just wanted to see how, how low you could go and resist these. They put all their Iron Man 3 stuff on clearance. Their assemblers, their... Actually, they did not put on clearance their four points of articulation figures. So their assemblers were down to 350, but the four point or five point of articulation figures were still 499. <laughs> and they had one lonely Titan Iron Patriot hanging there. Hmm. So you got another one? Now you can switch out arms. I resisted. I did not buy the Titan Iron Patriots. On clearance. That's, hey, I'm going to applaud you. I could see the pain in his eyes <laughs> that he wanted to. But you know why he didn't? Because he knows deep down that... Jeff is making a list. Yeah, he's <laughs> just making a list and already knew that he'd have to go find a way to, to pick up that Target exclusive six-pack that's now gone from stores. <laughs> it's available on Target.com, though, still. Oh. Free shipping. Well, then maybe you should go back and get it. I am not getting the Titan series. I did keep an eye out to see if I could find that electronic Iron Patriot really cheap, but... He never went below 20 over the holidays, so I passed on him, too. Yeah, I didn't see much in the way of those bigger ones going on sale. You know, I kind of kept an eye on those Sonic Boom Iron Mans, and they all stayed the same price throughout the entire season. They must be a carry-forward. I'm still not convinced we won't find these at TJ Maxx eventually. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we will. But clearance, that's old news. They got rid of as much as they could, but there is new stuff hitting, and... I can't believe it. I feel like we've had Toy Fair in January. Like, there's not going to be anything for Hasbro to really reveal to us come February because I bought it all at Target and Toys R Us. <laughs> oh, there might be some surprises. We but hope for surprises, but... You get a big thrill out of this. You really do. There's something fun about going into Target with a DPCI-loaded on your phone and punching in the numbers and seeing it's in the stock room and then looking for the guy who's actually going to be helpful and not the we don't pull toys from the back because they're collector's items guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can kind of tell them apart sometimes. Yeah, I always look for the uh, my name is new team member. <laughs> <laughs> See, I would think that guy would just be like nervous and end up having to bring somebody over. <laughs> no, they want to help because they really beat that into you at Target. Hmm. But there are four new lines hitting stores right now, and I haven't found all of all of them, but I found some of all of them. At Toys R Us, I did pick up the sloppy seconds from somebody who found the Captain America, the Winter Soldier wave, and I got Shockwave Blast, Captain America. Ooh. And Grapple Cannon, Captain America, which is Steve Rogers in the shield blue outfit. Like he's wearing for most of the movie with the blue shield. Why does Cap have a gun bigger than him? Two guns bigger than him. <laughs> you, do you want the real answer or do you want a smart ass answer? Because I can give you both. One of them looks like a sex toy. Good for you, Steve Rogers. <laughs> oh, the red one's really looks like it, though. Yes. It looks like my dog when he's with his toys. <laughs> well, you know what it is, is I looked at these at the store, too, without buying them. If you look at the side of the package, they're going to be selling a helmet. I think it's a Captain America helmet that these accessories snap onto the side of it, too. Oh, that's horrible. 
but yet so cool <laughs> and so nerdy. Like I could go to school in a Captain America helmet with a suction cup gun snapped onto it. <laughs> I give him a little bit of credit for the extra effort rather than just throwing a big spring loaded something in there like they have been doing. Now at least goes with another toy. Well, these figures, I haven't opened them yet. We'll do a full in detail review later. But my first blush impression is they don't look that great, but they're the three and three quarter inch continuation of the movie figure line. I want especially the new blue outfit with the blue shield Steve Rogers to go with my Avengers figure. So it was a no brainer that I was going to pick these up. Then at Toys R Us, we found all four three and three quarter inch Amazing Spider-Man figures, which is three Spider-Mans plus the movie Electro. And these have some really large packages to them. These were $14.99 at Toys R Us. And I was a little bit off put because Marjorie found them on a trip to St. Louis. Yeah, you had me stop the Friday before Christmas at a Toys R Us. And it took me three hours to get home, which is normally maybe a 90 minute drive. But you got the toys. I did get the toys. But when I saw them, I kind of understood they were packaged like the old Star Wars deluxe figures in the double wide bubble. Have you seen these in stores, Justin? I have. And it felt like an awful lot of space for a three and three quarter inch action figure just by itself. Yeah, I can't say that the accessories it comes with really warrants that much space. No. So they were seriously 15 bucks. Is that what you're saying? Or are these $9.99 as well? They were $14.99 at Toys R Us before the holidays, so whether or not that's actually what the price should be, it's what we paid. Okay, yeah, because I think there's some price problems with the Spider-Man stuff at Toys R Us right now, because I did see a peg for the 6-inch Spider-Man stuff, and they were asking $19.99 for it, and on the next peg over, the Captain America 6-inch figures were $14.99. Well, I think we're... Hitting the increased MSRP because the stuff we really want to talk about, the stuff collectors are focused on, new 6-inch figures hitting, and the 6-inch MSRP is $20 now, up from 15 And part of the reason I was on a crazy hunt is because I'm tired of being the cooler. I'm tired of being the one who overspends on toys. And right now, especially at Target, if you could find the new Legends which usually involved going to the store and asking them to pull a case from the back and knowing your DCPI, which we've been posting regularly to Facebook, they were still had at the last year price of $14.99. That makes me think that that is the price. Like, how often does Target mess around with the price of something? But I think that they're all legends, and they still, at mine, I go in there and I'm staring at a claw, and I'm staring at a Hope Summers. Well, okay, here's what I've seen. I have seen a few targets start their aisle reset and the middle of the aisle is going to be the Marvel section. They have like that little area marked out and they put a big header with, you know, Marvel characters up on top of it. And even though I haven't seen them on the pegs yet, I have seen the peg space with the barcode and the price for them. And they're individually marked out as Spider-Man legends and Captain America legends. Hmm. So maybe they won't get a price jump. Maybe they're staying below the MSRP. I mean, Hasbro did come out and say that is the price. And Toys R Us, I mean, it's Toys R Us, so you can't really trust them. But I did find some leftover Spider-Man 6-inch figures at Toys R Us. Well, one lonely, amazing Spider-Man. And he rung up at nineteen ninety nine, And I was a little bummed because I wanted to pay fourteen ninety nine. 
<laughs> Dust the mad dash to targets. Yes. There was one day where he had printed out a list of all the targets, and we would just call and ask if they had this item in stock. And luckily, I stumbled along someone who was really nice, and she said, do you want me to just check all the stores in the area? Yes! It's not only me, though, because I'd call a store and give them the DCPI, and the lady would go, oh, you called yesterday about these. And I'm like, no, I really didn't. <laughs> oh, well, somebody else is looking for them. She didn't believe me. She thinks I'm lying. She thinks I called two days in a row. I'm not saying I'm above calling two days in a row. I'm just saying I didn't. <laughs> I just happened to not have. <laughs> I took New Year's Day off. <laughs> but I'll tell you what I did. I really got bummed when I found the sloppy seconds at Toys R Us. <laughs> and all the people on our Facebook page posting their finds of the Spider-Man figures. And I was a little fidgety at work one day. So I, even though I'd gone to Target at 8 a.m. and they pulled out the new toys for that day, called them, no. Called the one just a half hour away, no. Got online, did the Target search of the area, called the ones that were an hour away. No, no, no. And then finally, I'm like, well, they obviously haven't hit my area of the state. They haven't hit anywhere in the central Illinois region. I'm going to try this one in St. Louis just to see if they've made it to that major metropolitan region. Because the people were being very nice at Target and said, we have eight on the way. That means one case. Yep. And they were being very happy to tell me there's eight on a truck en route to us, and that truck will be here tomorrow, or the next day, or the next day, or there's a truck every day, and we don't know what truck it's on. So I'm like, well, maybe it's made it to St. Louis. So I call this one in St. Louis, and sure enough, yeah, we have eight in the back room. If you come down, we'll get them. Very nice. So I may or may not have taken some time off work and gone on a toy run five-hour round trip. <laughs> Hey, you know what? That's awesome. That's what this is all about, though. You know, this is old school collecting right there. I'm proud of you. I'll say that. Thank you. It was <laughs> it was really fun. I mean, it was after the holidays. I didn't want to be back at work. I enjoyed a drive on some horribly snowy roads, seeing about 30 cars that left the road, and I sailing on by, listening to some tunes, and just kind of having a me afternoon. Me and Spidey. <laughs> listening to Lionel Richie. Yes. <laughs> I had a moment, though, and you want to talk old school collecting. I had to race for the exit because I looked for the employee who looked like he might not care so much. <laughs> and the employee went back to the stockroom to get him. And as he's standing there with me and cutting open the case and I'm taking them out of the case and putting them right into my cart, this guy looks up. Maybe I'm thinking this because James Avery just died, but this guy looked just like Uncle Phil. I mean, he was bald, he had the mustache, and he was looking at me like I was jazzy. <laughs> I did not think I was getting out of the store with those toys. I remembered one time we were on a toy run and did a DCPI lookup, and Marjorie had them in her little basket. And on the way up, she could hear coming through the CBs of other employees, do not let her check out. Yeah, that was pretty scary because I was racing against time to get to the checkout. And I could hear them chattering and I was just finishing up my transaction going, hurry up, hurry up, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Paid and I was walking out the door and they were following after me. <laughs> what What the hell? At the end of the day, you, you want to talk to some Target people like, look, <laughs> They're just toys, and I just – I didn't steal them. I gave you money for them. I gave you actual retail price. <laughs> I chased somebody out for toys. Yep, that's their day. 
I was afraid that Uncle Phil was going to come after me, so I checked out pretty quickly to get out of there. I did not lollygag and look for a Valentine's Day card for Marjorie. Not this day, no. <laughs> you know what's sad is we, I think we all know the feeling you're talking about, but I wonder if it's some sort of paranoid delusion that we all suffer from. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't imagine as a corporation that Target gives two flying <laughs> about it, you know? <laughs> Well, I'm telling you, Uncle Phil, maybe he was just upset because the guy handed me the toys was like, these are cool. They didn't have toys like this when I was a kid, which I think was five years ago. (laughs) (laughs) So in my local Target, we did score all six Captain America figures. And then, yeah, on this major toy run, I did get all the Spider-Man ones. So other than a couple of Captain America three and three quarters, I'm caught up. Nice. You know, my story is not as daunting or as exciting as yours, but it's kind of similar in that I found the remains of the Spider-Man wave at a Toys R Us and did not want to pay $19.99 for an amazing Spider-Man figure, which I know is going to be pretty easy to find soon enough. So I, I did the whole Target thing. I went out all day today, and the last Target I went to, I was like, this is it. I'm done after this. I asked the guy. If, you know, because they had to peg for it. I was like, do you have these in stock? Give them back. And he scanned. He's like, oh, we don't. But the one, you know, about four miles down the road does. I'm like, okay, cool. So I rushed over there and the first lady was not going to help me. She wanted to tell me how the back room works. (laughs) How does it work? (laughs) You know, my eyes kind of rolled back in my head because, you know, she said honey a few times and like, you know, something about pallets and just like, So I found somebody else (laughs) who was willing to go into the back and bring me what ended up being a super duper crushed box. It looked like they were playing soccer with it in the back. So like I had this moment of excitement, like, yes, here they come. And then like, oh, what is that? That doesn't look good. (laughs) But, you know, I was left with the proposition of, you know, jacked up boxes or no figures. And I, I took the jacked up boxes and was happy to pay just the 15 bucks at Target rather than the 20 bucks at Toys R Us. Well, we got plenty of stuff that we're going to be reviewing for weeks to come. Let's take a look at these amazing Spider-Man figures. The Amazing Spider-Man 2. We have two movie figures, four comic figures, three of which are swap figures. Now, I can't remember if we were expecting these swap figures to ship at the same time. Like, is our nightmare over or is it just beginning? Like, do we have to track down yet another case here in the next week or so to catch these other three variants? I don't think they're going to ship for months, if ever. I'm just, I've lost faith in Hasbro. I'll ask them about it in February, but hey, where's my blade? Where is Phoenix Force Cyclops? Yeah. Because right now I feel about variants and the Easter Bunny at about the same level. I don't, I don't catch your drift. I hear about both of them, but I neither one falls into the traps I set. Okay. For a second there, I thought you were suggesting that the Easter Bunny's not real. I just, I can't catch him. <laughs> I hear he exists in the UK. <laughs> well, I tell you what, if, if that is the case and these variants never ship, I'm not going to be too upset. I feel like out of the, the three possibilities, we got the, the three best figures opposed to the variants. Yeah, that said, they did get their Iron Man 3 second wave out. We might see it come movie time, but I don't think it's going to be weeks. My big thing is with these swap-out figures, I know these are going to hit pegs. You were right, Justin. When I was looking at ordering a case from Entertainment Earth, you said these figures are going to be on pegs. These figures are going to be on pegs, and we are going to be swimming in Spider-Men because there are four Spider-Mans per case 
versus <laughs> one each of the other figures. Exactly. And one little difference between this and the Captain America line, which is closer to the Iron Man 3 line, is with the Spider-Man 2 line, if you find a case, you get the Build-A-Figure. In the Captain America line, there's three figures that not coming out for a while yet that we need to finish building that Build-A-Figure. Well, hey, let's let's talk about these figures. Let's talk about their packaging because the package dork in me is a little a little bummed that I got damaged boxes because I'm looking at these and these are pretty cool. They are nice boxes. I like how they did the print on the back where it's glossy and the rest of the back of the box is matte. Oh, spot UV gets me every time. <laughs> is that what that's called? Yes, it is. <laughs> it is very nice the way the figure. I thought it was like a sticker. Yeah. It's done very, very well. I got to say, I thought that this was going to just be a gimmick. The increased price points and switching the packaging to a box. I was like, well, I open all my figures anyway. I don't care. But I really like this package. I really think that it's easier to get them undamaged unless you have your bad luck, Justin, because it doesn't have the heavy figure on the large card back that's going to crease so much and tear off the peg hole. They're very gifty looking. Yeah. They are. These these boxes are very telling, more so than just the effort put into it. It gives me this warm, fuzzy feeling that somebody at Hasbro is still on the collector's side. You know, because if you look at what they've been doing with the six-inch figures, starting with the Star Wars six-inch, you know, Black Series, those were some of the first six-inch figures to come in a box. And now these are pretty similar in size over here in the Marvel side. If I was a new collector just hopping in when I saw those Star Wars figures, and now I'm seeing... Captain America and Spider-Man figures like that. I'm getting excited. I'm a new collector all of a sudden. You know, these look cool to just pop up on a shelf, buy one of each or a couple from your favorite toy lines, and you've got new collectors coming in droves. I do think that even though Legends came first, and I'm not implying anything different, but in the case of this packaging, I think they're following what Star Wars set as an example, because at Toy Fair last year, the Star Wars brand team said, these are premium figures and we are marketing them like premium figures. And they went to Lucasfilm and said, listen, you have this packaging template that Gentle Giant and Sideshow and all your high-end companies use when they put out high-end product with the black packaging and the silver logo. We want to use that and sell a high-end figure. And we want to put it in a box like the high-end Star Wars stuff. Here... I think the Marvel Legends team looked at that and said, yes, we are going to sell this as a high-end product. And in this box, it feels like a more high-end product, even though we're getting the same quality of figures we've always been getting and the same bucks reused, it does have a feeling that I think would pull in a casual adult collector, whereas the other packaging may not. I've hated the last packaging since they put it out, if you recall, with all of the overbranding. Yeah. This is doing it right. I love on the Spider-Man how they just got the spider on the top of the box. Yeah. There's just so many cool little touches without it being overdone. You know, the Marvel Legends logo is now prominently displayed at the bottom of the box, right above the name of the character. And one thing that I did notice on the Spider-Man line, the two movie figures from this wave actually have the Amazing Spider-Man 2 logo. Whereas the comic series just have Marvel Spider-Man up there. So it's a neat little quick way to differentiate between the, the different characters. Cool eye. I photographed these boxes and I didn't catch that. Oh, and they actually have different artwork on their sides too. 
just slightly different Spider-Man poses. Huh. Again, good eye. Are the spiders different on top? And Yeah, the spiders are different on top. One has the more elongated movie one, and one has a more classic comic one. Wow, they're doing a good job. Because if, if I was just going to say, hey, I'm only collecting the movie figures, well, there you go. You get these two, and they're their own thing. You don't have to get them all, unless, of course, you want to build a figure. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we've drooled over this packaging enough. Should we start talking about some of the awesome figures inside? So let's start by looking at these movie-based figures. There's two of them in this wave of six. The first one is... Spider-Man. And when we first saw him at New York Toy Fair, I got confused as to what Spider-Man this is. This is the movie outfit. They've kind of gotten away from the more moody, darker outfit he wore in that first one. And now he wears a outfit that looks like it could have come off the pages of the comic. Yeah, completely. I mean, aside from the movie logo spider on his chest, this looks like it could be any old Marvel Legends Spider-Man figure to me. He does come with extra hands. Yeah, he does. He's kind of got the hang ten hands, right? Heavy metal concert hands, I like to call them. Right, devil horns. Web shooting. <laughs> and he's got his rocking out fists. And that is something new with these Marvel Legends. We haven't gotten these kinds of swap out parts since the Toys R Us two-packs back in the day, have we really? No, it's been a while since the figures themselves came with extra pieces and parts. But I do like this new movie outfit. I have seen the trailers, you know, the one that aired on New Year's night. I think it's got a good Spider-Man look. As somebody who preferred the Sam Raimi films to the new film, this one looks like they're past that new, more mopey origin story, and we're going to get a just good Spider-Man film in a good Spider-Man outfit that's not trying too hard just to be different. That last movie had, like, rubber soles on the bottom of his feet. Yep, yep, he was wearing Nike. Yeah, this just seems more like a, like you said, almost like the Sam Raimi costume. Yeah, with just the more lengthy spider legs on the bottom the figure have we had this buck before looking at this i think this is a new sculpt i was thinking that too there's some interesting little things they're trying out with articulation here that i'm not too sure how i feel about just yet you and i are on the total same page are you talking about his arms yeah i mean from peck to wrist this guy's got a lot of articulation that i'm not sure how i feel about <laughs> I mean, I don't want to poo-poo it because I'm always for extra articulation, but there's some weird stuff going on here, especially in his shoulder blades. I mean, we've seen this style before in Spider-Man figures, but they've done it differently. It looks almost missculpted because he has like a little ridge right at the top of his shoulder if you're trying to just give him a nice neutral pose that doesn't allow him to just stand normally. He looks like one of those guys who you see in the lifting competitions whose shoulder muscles have grown to such a point that they have extra ridges. Yeah. <laughs> those are weird. I hate that. And I guess the reason why I'm not sure if I want to say I don't like it yet is because all I've done with him yet is try to get him in a neutral pose, which is what I always do. But I think this is going to make for some great action poses. I mean, you can really get his arms behind him. You can almost touch his elbows behind his back. Wow. The only thing I don't like is you can move his arm so much that you can actually see the interior connecting point of that shoulder hinge. Yeah, but I think that's something that happens on action figures. You just have to live with it. On a human, it'd be freaky. However, on a toy, it's not. I find it a little freaky on the toy. <laughs> and just, you know, looking at parts here, like what's making me think this is a whole unique sculpt is that, you know, the little webbing pattern is sculpted in here on all of his red parts. So that's unique to this figure. His spider is actually sculpted on his back and on his chest. That's raised. 
His arms also have some other odd articulation. The mid-bicep swivel, his bicep goes down to a point where it almost looks like a weird amputee nub, and then it's almost like the rest of the arms are prosthetic. Yeah, it gets very small there at that connection point. I've been sitting here trying to push it in further, like it popped out slightly. But then again, it, it gives some great range of motion. But no, I think you can get some great action poses out of him. There's still a little bit of weirdness because you can see the T-joint in his legs. Yeah, and this seems to be a new type of joint as well, or at least one they haven't used in a while. Because it is, it's like, it's a hybrid between just a T-joint and that new type of hip that they've been using in the Legends line for a while. And it also has the cut thigh articulation there too, so you can swivel it. I think they're really trying to like, maybe compete with some of those Japanese six-inch figure companies that are really just slathering on the articulation. Yeah, I'm kind of getting a slight Bondi feel off of him. Yeah. Because there you trade a little bit of aesthetic for articulation, and it works very well for an Iron Man. Comes off a little bit weird on a Spider-Man. But I really like this figure. I mean, I would definitely consider him super articulated. Definitely. Hyper-articulated. Right down his leg, you know, double-hinged knees. Got the swivel calf and the Vonner ankles, or the vonkles. He's got a nice swivel head with the double hinged neck so he can get some good looking up and looking down and side to side all in all i think it's a pretty darn good action figure until we see the movie and see how inaccurate this is this might be a super inaccurate costume for all we know true but it looks like the trailers look and what i can say is i love how it just splits the difference and if you aren't excited about the new movie but you like spider-man get this figure if you just like the movies of spider-man get this figure Mm -hmm. As compared to the next figure, which, if you don't like the movies, don't get this figure. <laughs> and I'm talking about the Jamie Foxx Electro. And this is very much a movie Electro. There's nothing comic booky about this version of Electro. Now, I've only seen what they've shown of Jamie Foxx in the trailers and the few promotional stills they've released. But usually I've seen him in a hoodie and he's got these really sunken eyes and everything, and I haven't really been able to get a fix on his outfit. So unlike Spider-Man, I can't say this looks movie accurate. All I can say is when I look at it, with his black outfit and his blue face, I'm getting a real strong Mr. Freeze Arnold Schwarzenegger vibe. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting a Dr. Manhattan from Watchmen type of thing going on here. Oh, yeah, clearly that's the inspiration. They did that in Ultimate Spider-Man. That is the Electro there as he's a Dr. Manhattan type. Ah. And so they're, you know, the movie can say, oh, we're just doing Ultimate Electro. We're not ripping off Dr. Manhattan. Never mind that Ultimate Electro himself ripped off Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> well, I can tell you my final assessment of this figure is going to weigh heavily on my enjoyment of the movie. You know, if this is a good movie and Jamie Foxx is a great Electro, then I'll look back at this figure and I'm like, cool, nice, I'm glad to have that representation. But right now I'm kind of looking at it as like, yeah, it's it's a mostly black action figure that looks like the spray paint got a little bit away from him on his arms and shoulders. But other than that, not much there to look at. And we do have two sets of hands. You get the Electro fingers as well as just standard fists. And then two heads, one with, like, electricity coming out his eyes and one without. And with the ones with the electricity coming out his eyes, it just kind of looks like my grandfather's eyebrows. Yeah, I was not sure what that was. I'm glad you clarified that for me. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. It's like shooting out the sides. I mean, hey, we got some translucent parts here. You know, his hands are kind of milky translucent and his head is 
somewhat translucent. So overall, I'm kind of digging it. I completely agree with you, though. The movie will make or break this figure. How accurate is this to the movie? And how cool is this character to the movie? And what I'm a little bit bummed about is this is not a swap out character. So unless they surprise us at Toy Fair or maybe even San Diego Comic-Con by saying there's going to be a totally new Wave 3, it really looks like from the latest trailer, this is Spider-Man against the Sinister 3. There's the Green Goblin, there's Electro, and there's the Rhino. And I would have liked to have gotten the movie versions of all the baddies. I mean, they look like they're getting equal play in these trailers, but we're just getting the Electro in both 3 and 3 quarter and 6 inch scale. Maybe he's the main one. Yeah, it's it's hard to tell where they're going to go with. It. I mean, I would I would agree that yeah, maybe Jamie Foxx is the big draw here, but come on, it's Paul Giamatti playing the Rhino. You don't get Paul Giamatti for a tiny little, you know, 10-second role in a movie. And they're all so different from their comic book counterparts that if the movie rocks, I'm really going to want those. If this is an X-Men first class level movie, I'm going to want those outfits. Yeah, are we are we are we looking at the beginning of like a missed opportunity? Like did they have to put this together so long ago? That the reason we got these figures is because they didn't have a time to put together a Build-A-Figure movie Rhino. Because that would have been perfect for this. Yeah. But for this figure, I really like the face sculpts that we got on him. I like the translucent fingers. I'm glad, though, that we got two sets of hands so we can have him with the Emperor, Sith, Lightning, and without. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. (laughs) And I like the sleek black paint job. It is a nice figure. And... It's not as hyper-articulated as Spider-Man, but it's got all the articulation I would want for this figure. Yeah, I mean, it's got your standard Legends articulation. There's nothing here that makes you think, ooh, they cheaped out on this. Now, can you tell, is this a reuse of anything? Because, like, he's got knee pads and things, which are a little bit (laughs) unusual, I would think, for Electro. Is this somebody else's knees coming back? (laughs) I don't think so. This feels like another... All new sculpt as well, because he's got these little nubby things all over him, too. That makes me think... With great electricity powers comes great shoulder warts. (laughs) I mean, if anything, maybe they used his thighs, and that's about it. You know, where his hips go into his crotch. But everything else looks like a unique sculpt to this character. Well, let's move on to the comic-based characters, then. And we start off with the superior Spider-Man. Superior to what? To whom? Superior to Peter Parker as Spider-Man. Spoiler alert for anyone a couple years behind on your comics. Peter Parker's dead. What? Yep, Peter Parker's dead. And Dr. Octopus did a mind switch, like a Freaky Friday type thing. This sounds crazy, alright. So actually, Dr. Octopus died, but Peter Parker's soul was in Dr. Octopus's body when it died. And so Dr. Octopus is now Spider-Man. Wow. But... He also got Spider-Man's memories for a period and understands that with great power comes great responsibility. And so he's using his superior intellect as well as all of the spider powers to become a superior Spider-Man, even though if he is a little bit of a jackass. (laughs) And it's actually, I love Dan Slott writing comics. It's hilarious because he's taken over spider islands and hired henchmen. Like Dr. Octopus's henchmen are now working for the good guys, but he still treats them like the stupid henchmen they are. 
<laughs> See, it's, it's got a great opportunity. Check out a trade. I recommend it. All right. <laughs> but people are up in arms because Peter Parker's dead. You know, Spider-Man for 60 years thrown out. Now it's Dr. Octopus. And Dr. Octopus has upgraded the suit with all kinds of new spider tech. And that's the outfit we're looking at here. I like the color on this one much better. It's a better red. I think, yeah, I think it's pretty cool, too. It reminds me a lot of that. Was it a Miles Morales? Yeah, I can see that because of the primarily black outfit with just the red on the torso and the arms. Yeah. It has kind of got that going on in the darker red. What I like is that we're getting this because, like I said, if they'd just given us a standard comic-based Spider-Man, it wouldn't have been different enough from the Amazing Spider-Man 2 movie Spider-Man. But this is so of the moment. We all know everything in comics gets the reset button pushed. Whoever died is going to come back to life eventually. Eventually, Peter Parker will be back in the body and this outfit will be back in a trunk of spare outfits. So this is so right now, Marvel now, you might even say, <laughs> that it's a great opportunity to get this unusual darker outfit. I really love the gold eyes and how those work. Oh, I didn't even notice that he had gold eyes, but those are fantastic. I'm telling you, the coloring on this one's much, much better. Yeah, it's such a it's such a strange color for his eyes that it almost made me think that it might have been one of those type of figures where they took a translucent head and painted over and left the eyes the color of the plastic. But a closer inspection reveals that it's actually a red plastic and they painted it that color. Great job doing it, though. Yeah. Does the top of yours on his head have some messed up lines, or am I, do I have a bad sample here? On mine, the forehead has two lines close together and then a gap where, like, it looks like if the lines were evenly spaced, it would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the top of his head looks like it's missing a line. So, given that he is not a variant figure, we can keep our eyes out for a running correction on the head. Or, I don't know how you'd be able to see it, though. You'd have to buy an open and buy an open. <laughs> He's now a blind boxed. And then you'd have an army of Spider-Men. <laughs> now, this one's weird. I don't have another Spider-Man handy to, to know for sure if this is a reused buck, but it, it definitely feels like a reuse of a previous Spider-Man body because everything here is painted on. None of the webbing is sculpted in. The spider's not sculpted on. It's, it's smooth to the touch. The head itself does seem unique. I don't know if we've seen this exact sculpt with these eyes before. I do think this is the same buck because I'm looking at these, you know, the double shoulders again, but not the same as the movie Spider-Man and with the hips and everything, the poses. I'm thinking this is the same as we got on the Miles Morales and on that Scarlet Spider and Big Time Spider-Man. I felt like that too. I felt like it might have been the Miles Morales. That's the one that feels the closest to. Because remember when we reviewed that one, we said he was shorter than the average Spider-Man, and we were kind of cool with that because the character himself is younger and skinnier. So I grabbed that one, thinking that would be the guy that they repainted. I tell you what, it's not. This is a different sculpt yet from that, but about the same size. Smaller, wirier than the Legend Spider-Man, which you're talking about, the Scarlet Spider-Man, the Big Time Spider-Man, the Future Foundation Spider-Man. Those are all the same buck, and it's not that one either. So they've taken time again to sculpt yet another Spider-Man body. Well, that's great. If this is a new, you know, kind of medium to small buck that they're going to be using going forward, this has a lot of articulation to it. And I'm really liking how far back you can bend his back and still look natural and the shoulder articulation going. He's got a lot of things going for him, plus the switch out hands for the web shooting hands. Yeah. And actually, that's kind of cool, his abdominal 
articulation, they painted the the spider legs throughout that. So no matter which way you bend him, his outfit goes with him. That is very cool. And again, a nice attention to detail on this figure. Definitely. I also like that they gave him soles of his shoes again. Kind of like that last movie Spider-Man we were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, and those are unique feet as well. They're not as pointy as some of the other Spider-Man's feet. This is interesting. I'm really surprised to be sitting here saying that this is a new sculpt. And not a bad one at that at all. So, would you call this a superior Spider-Man sculpt? I would. You know, like we've talked about in the past, you can only have so many red and black Spider-Man. You know, it's nice to get nice change-up. And I think he'll, he'll actually display nicely next to the Miles Morales. Now that I'm holding both in my hand, they're similar, but yet very different from one another. And the two may meet up in Cataclysm. <laughs> so let's look at the last three figures. These three are going to be the ones that I think you're going to have a little bit harder time finding in stores because these are going to be the swap-out running change figures if the variants ever ship. Yep. And some of the more interesting characters. You know, we've been talking a lot about Spider-Man. I mean, it's a Spider-Man line, but these are going to be some different characters that a few of them needed some good upgrades to, and one I don't think we've ever seen before. Let's go, in my opinion, least to greatest, and let's see if you agree with my ranking. All right. And the least of these, I'm going to say, is Beetle. Ooh. No? You disagree? Well, I know you have a little thing for, for the black cat. <laughs> <laughs> and Beetle, to me, kind of falls in that cool Iron Man type of category. So they're pretty even in my book. Okay, Beetle here. I love him. He's just so crazy looking. He is all silver and red except for these green wings, the green inside. It's just awesome. I think he's a good figure. I think every figure in this line is good. His red's a little too toyish a red. And his articulation, after just coming off the three figures we did, He's really lacking in the shoulder articulation. It looks like it's there, but it just doesn't want to move because of the bumps on his shoulders. Uh. I did say he was useful. I just said he was awesome. <laughs> I love the face that they gave him. I love the paint job. It's kind of a fade from a green to a yellowish green on the underside of the wings. I think that his giant clawed toes are awesome. I just think that he comes off the most toy figure of this entire wave. Oh, yeah, he doesn't look like he belongs in the line at all. I can agree with that assessment a little bit. It does feel, I mean, just even in holding in your hand, it feels like they used somehow a cheaper plastic. Like, the red feels more brittle than normal Marvel Legends action figures. I agree completely. I didn't try to force the shoulders to go back because I'm scared of snapping him. Yeah. And I'm not too concerned with the color. I think the color's fine and the silver on top of it's cool. But it feels like it needed a little bit of weathering or something additional to make it feel like it's not just silver paint slapped over a, a bright red body. And the wings do help with that. You know, like you said, the wings have a nice gradient from a dark green out to a nice almost yellow green, which help break that up. But if you take those off and you're just looking at them, he kind of looks like Donnie Darko got run through a... <gasps> it looks like Frank. Yeah, yeah. Frank the Bunny. Nice. <laughs> Good callback. He really does now. So that's kind of cool. Maybe we can just customize some Frank the Bunnies out of this. And <laughs> But no, I think, hey, you know what? I probably won't display him with my Spider-Man guys. I might put him over with my Iron Man armor. I think he might look cool over there. Yeah, you have a thing for the armor, and I just think that articulation-wise, this guy's kind of lacking. He's got the abdominal articulation, like you mentioned. But first of all, I'm noticing the more I move it, already the metallic silver paint's starting to chip Aww, a little. Aw, the 
that's sad. I hate when that happens. Bummer. Just overall, I love the sculpt of this, but he's a stand in one place on your shelf, not find a million ways to pose kind of figure. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to give the impression that he's not as well articulated as your standard Legends figure, because he is. I mean, he's got the swivel ankles and double hinged knees and swivel waist and hips. I mean, he's got the articulation. It's just like you said, in the last couple figures we looked at were Spider-Man with those triple quadruple shoulder blades that this is just your standard ball and joint shoulder, which is pretty typical for a Legends figure. Now he is going to be swapping out, theoretically, we're going to just be optimistic here and say it is, for a boomerang in the future. And the pictures I've seen of boomerang on the back of this card here makes him look pretty cool, though. I think I'm going to be more excited for boomerang than I am for Beetle. And Boomerang is the one figure that we have seen actually in person. He was in the case at Comic-Con last summer. And we weren't really sure how he was coming, if he was just going to be a Legends, or if he was going to be with these or what. So was Trevor. <laughs> I'm still holding out hope for Trevor. He's not gone yet. He'll be next year's comic book subscription <laughs> premium. So my next one, which I guess swaps places with you for the least of the wave, Black Cat. Yeah. And you're right, I've got a character fix going on here. I realize that I have a lot of original Black Cat art, and this may be my character focus, and there's absolutely nothing perverted about it. It's just I grew up reading Spider-Man and Black Cat comics, and I always liked her power. And she just happens to have really large boobs. This figure, she does. She did it when I was reading Wait a second, you have lots of Black Cat stuff, and she's always got big boobs, tiny waist, and a big butt. And I cannot lie. (laughs) (laughs) to be honest with you i don't think her boobs are any bigger than every other marvel legend chick's boobs they are i think it's the furry boob window that gives them a little more heft but she's got so much boob you could like set her drink on it (laughs) because they're sticking out just so straight and they're wider than her body (laughs) well if you think she'd like that then i guess i could but it may not help that she comes with a whip that that (laughs) Has a little more implication than a gun. Sadly, her hands look like she's ready for some action. <laughs> like holding a beer. No, that's not what I was thinking of. You're right. I have a bit of a character focus, but I do like this figure because, first of all, it's a little bit more risque than Hasbro usually goes. Kudos for that. I mean, I don't know that we're ever going to get that Phoenix variant that I thought they were going to do, but this is up there with some of the comic-con exclusive thunderbolts figures we got that we thought were a little bit more risque oh yeah and i'm thinking using quite a bit of the parts except for her her furry parts and her head i think we're using that new female buck i feel like we saw high heels like this before are these the same high heels emma frost is wearing she's got the badonkadonk going on she's got the painted belly button which i always find a little weird that is weird (laughs) it's just how skin tight it is it's vacuum sealed it's so tight. Now, I'm I'm going to ding this figure a little bit for articulation as well, because her hair is such that you can't turn her head. We were talking when we reviewed the Wolverine figures about how great a job they did with some of that hair and allowing for still neck articulation. Here, I tried turning her head and it just popped off in my hand. Yeah, to reveal that her face is actually painted on rather than being sculpted or molded in a plastic of flesh color, it's white. And the hair also provides limited arm articulation. That's one downside, though, of female action figures. If they give them any kind of hair, you can't move them. Yeah, it's and the hair's a little bit rubbery where it's shorter, but she can't look but 
an inch either way in scale, not a full inch in six inch <laughs> scale. <laughs> she could barely turn her head all the way around. And I think she and Beetle both, it's weird. They have this like ratchet shoulder articulation that snaps into position. And that's reminding me of like the old Hulk in the Toys R Us two packs. But lately I haven't been seeing this ratcheted shoulder articulation, but these two have it. But I do like the wash they gave the hair and on the fur cuffs everywhere, the white with the blue. It really works for her. And I think the black paint, the nice glossy black paint, the well-defined lines of her mask and the wash on the hair, that's what just sets her to me a little bit above Beetle. Yeah, you're right. That's exactly what Beetle is missing is a little bit more attention to detail, a wash or something a little bit extra to put him over the edge. Because this blue highlight here really does make her feel like a comic book character. And she's going to have some of the same issues all the other female ones have, too. Like, standing her up without a stand, I feel like, is going to be a nightmare. I've had no problems here on my desk, but I may have a little bit more trouble in the photo studio standing her on the felt. Yeah. And the other place I might ding her is that, I don't know if it's the fur on her gloves, but it's preventing her elbows from bending very far. I don't think it's the fur. I just think that's as, about as far as it goes, because it's not hitting. But I do see what you mean. It has less range of mobility than we've seen on some of the other figures and finally the whip it's kind of silly it looks like a back scratcher <laughs> it does it's like a chicken claw or an eagle talon <laughs> i realize it's more of a, a grappling hook she swings by spider-man's side but yeah. i i like the figure i like the sculpt and i really do hope we see the swap out figure of spider girl that's supposed to be coming we haven't gotten her before i don't believe yeah that i can't tell you for sure because she's never been one of my favorite characters so if there is one from way back in the day i never i never sought it out or tried to get it but that costume i i have not seen i don't think this spider girl existed back in the toy biz days but i'm not 100 sure on that listeners let us know but finally my favorite figure of this entire case of figures is carnage <laughs> you and everybody else i think this is going to be the impossible one to find He's got a lot of sh coming off of him, and it's awesome. He is tricky to get out of the package. I will tell you that you have to take his back piece off and then take him out. Which is kind of easy because it's just a little peg hole thing. But, yeah, if you didn't realize that at first, I could see spending quite a bit of time trying to thread that through as you pulled him through the plastic coffin. The only ding I can give this figure is, like Beetle, the red is a little bit plasticky. But given how wacky a character Carnage is, and if you look at, like, the Maximum Carnage comics and things, that's kind of the ink they use to draw him anyway. So it feels right. And this head, this head just carries the maniacal Carnage with the teeth, and some of them have some red. I don't know if that's a bad paint job or blood. I'm going to choose blood. And the sharp teeth, the big eyes, the paint job on the body of the black symbiote all over the red this figure is just all kinds of awesome yeah definitely they looks like they use the iridescent white paint for the eyes on this which just gives it a little extra pop the only thing i wish they'd done and i never even would have wished for it if they hadn't given me swap out parts on the movie-based figures but i wish they would have given me a swap out hand because he likes to take his hand and make it like a cutting blade so like an axe hand would have been really awesome. <laughs> yeah, kind of like the three and three quarter inch action figure that they came out with. He had some yeah. pop on things like that. Yeah, but this guy, 
I mean, he's got your standard Marvel Legends articulation, and you can move him in all different ways because all this spindly symbiote coming off of him that looks like a bad symbiote hair day is all so rubbery. It's never going to get in the way of moving him. (laughs) Yeah, I'm impressed because what we're looking at here is just your standard medium-sized buck that they obviously sculpted some symbiote onto, gave us some new hands and a new head. But, you know, the torso and the legs, those are just your standard Marvel Legends buck, and they did a great job painting this up. You know, the more I look at it, I think it's actually based on the Black Panther, because I'm seeing some ribs in his lower legs, kind of like Panther's boots. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you look, you can see it. Because of the crazy symbioteness, you don't really pay attention, but yeah... There's definitely some sculpting in the thighs. and Yep. That symbiote looks like it could be just leftover plastic shavings at the factory. <laughs> yeah, but I love how they did it. You can see where they put on the extra pieces, and I think that they're glued in there. I'm not certainly not going to pull very hard on them to try to pull them out, but you see where each one connects into the leg piece or the arm piece. Oh, yeah. Kind of tell there. Yeah, Carnage is totally, totally awesome in this wave. And I'm also really hoping we get that swap out of Toxin. Yeah, he's looking creepy and all kinds of scary with that. (laughs) Just the teeth. Oh, man. That one I do hope we see. I do, too. Just so we can have an episode that says, don't you know that you're Toxin? (laughs) (laughs) So you buy... You buy all six of these figures. But so you wait, can... there's more. <laughs> but wait, don't don't call just yet. <laughs> if you buy a case of Spider-Man figures right now, we're gonna give you Ultimate Goblin free. What with flames? He looks like he's in Guar. I know I've said that before, but he does look like he's in Guar. Yeah, he's got he's got a Doomsday thing going on with the spikes coming out of his shoulders and like a spiky beard. Now, we've talked about this before we had him in hand, but now that we have him, Justin, you confirmed for me before the show, what we really have is a Hulk. Yes, we do. We have a Hulk. And not the Hulk that I would have guessed that we were getting. And I would have thought it made sense that they would have used the Red Hulk body, which we also got as a Toys R Us two-pack Green Hulk years later, because that Red Hulk was a -A Build-A-Figure. You know, they already had it made so the arms popped out and the legs popped out. But what we have is the Avengers movie Hulk body here. And if you look at him closely, you don't have to look that closely. I mean, look at his his pants. It's got that that ripped jean that goes past his knee joint that we were so excited about when that Avengers Hulk came out and the weird wings on his back. But yeah, cast in a much darker green plastic and shinier than than the Hulk. So it, it feels new enough and it's a good reuse of a big body into a new character. Yeah, I mean, the new hands, new feet, and new head, plus... The new, I mean, guess all new arms with these spikes coming off of it. Yeah, they might have reused the biceps and the forearms. Well, no, the forearms, they might have had to sculpt extra onto it. So maybe just the biceps are a rerun. The rest had to be extra sculpting going on there. And then you add the fire reflects to it, which are a very cool translucent fire. And I like how they attach versus just being part of the figure. A little problematic is if you move him, his fire falls off, but they look good. I think it, yeah, I think it's more effective on his back, like something is burning on him. I'm not quite sure if I have him on his forearms correctly, because they almost look like accessories on a night out or something. Like, oh, don't forget your fire wristbands. <laughs> That's it's how a, they look in the back of the package, yeah. It's a cuff, yes. He, with that on, he's very Godzilla-like to me. 
<laughs> is it me or you know? no i can definitely say that especially yeah. with the new movie coming out but still i mean he's a hefty figure i love the big figures and this is a great new way to get a goblin yeah i'm not complaining i think it's a it's a great build a figure and you know since the price didn't go up it you know didn't take away the value of paying for six figures and getting a seventh and what i really like though and i think all three of us can agree then is these are six strong figures. There's not a dud in the way where you go, well, crap, I wouldn't normally buy that figure, but I have to because I want the Goblin. Exactly. I think it's a very strong wave. You know, I mean, I might think twice about getting the movie Spider-Man, but at the end of the day, I'm going to get a movie Spider-Man, you know? (laughs) Even if the movie's not all that great, I'm going to end up with a movie version Spider-Man. So that is it for this wave of legends. We will be looking at the Captain America legends a little bit later on. They did the exact opposite of Spider-Man in shipping. Because instead of shipping all six figures and allowing you to build the figure and then wait for variants, they shipped the Captain America and then two figures and the variants of two of those figures. So you've only got half the line. Right. And none of the movie figures yet. It's all comic based. And on the back of those packages, I realize it says fall 2014 for the other Build-A-Figure characters that we're waiting for. But I'm guessing it would be more like Iron Man 3 because they said fall as well. And we were seeing those Wave 2 things by by early summer. So before we finish our store report, I do want to give a couple of shout outs to a couple other toy lines. While we were looking through the clearance stuff, we found what... We don't go to the kids' aisle all that much. We haven't seen the Play School Heroes toys, and I really didn't know what had come of them. I didn't like them, and you thought for sure I would. I just really wasn't super excited about them. But I think they've really done some cool things with this line that both makes me happy and sad that I didn't get into the line. (laughs) Like, there are a ton of exclusives this holiday season. Target has an entire exclusive line of Hulk and Agents of Smash. Toys R Us has an exclusive Thor Iron Man set that has Thor with a soft goods cape. There's an exclusive Wolverine set that's got this badass black and yellow Wolverine outfit going. There's a Scarlet Spider, not the red one we just bought, but the old school Scarlet Spider with the wristbands on the outside of his wrists. Oh, wow. I mean, they've gotten pretty deep into the line with repaints and just a ton of exclusives plus now they've released a larger line of them that cost a little bit more and you squeeze their legs and their arms move and marjorie almost got tempted by these i almost did just because they've redesigned the figures and they look so good and there were a ton of exclusives of these as well there was a walmart exclusive five pack that had various paint schemes because the regular hulk's a very light-skinned hulk but in the walmart five pack exclusive there was a dark-skinned hulk and then over at target There was a different exclusive with a dark-skinned Hulk and a light-skinned Hulk. The Walmart exclusive was the best. (laughs) Sounds like they're not doing themselves any favors with us collectors, like, because I'm unaware of all of these. And you know why? These are nowhere near the aisles that we go into. They're hidden over there with the the little kid toys, aren't they? Yeah, I actually found them because Marjorie needed to use the restroom and I was killing time. (laughs) Yeah, that's where they are at Toys R Us is by the bathroom. See, I think they should put them closer to the Marvel aisle in these stores, and you'd probably get a little more crossover attention. I think so. That's where they kept Superhero Squad. Yeah. But there's just been a lot of detail here, and I just had the decision I can't collect everything, and the line's gotten so big that it's now daunting to look at. 
but I do have a couple of the Spider-Mans from before, and if that set with the soft goods cape Thor and the fact that it's got the entire whoever holds this hammer shall possess the power of Thor painted on Mjolnir, if that goes on clearance, I'd probably pick that one up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that said... I don't need the Target exclusive Hulk that's wearing like the 80s workout jersey that says Hulk in pink letters. It's a little bit weird. <gasps> really? Yeah. I may have to have that one just because it's awesome and strange. <laughs> well, I love that they're hitting kids at that young of an age with these characters. You know, that way they can grow up with them and keep the love for Marvel characters going on. And then when we did our Hasbro 2013 in review show, Jeff was talking about the mashers figures and i absolutely love that we brought them up because marvel toy news the marvel toy blog i read most wrote about them because he found them in stores and said when he first heard about them on our show he thought it was an elaborate prank (laughs) (laughs) and that we'd actually faked images on the enhanced podcast and everything (laughs) because he just refused to believe it (laughs) but those things have been hitting fast they've gone pretty deep with all the different ones they have available already. I thought there were just going to be the first few, but they've gotten Hawkeye and Dr. Doom. So here's the question. How many do you own already? Well, there's two of them that I own. (laughs) Jeff said that one person on the show would buy him. He knew who it was. He said he hoped it was me, but it might be him. Well, congrats, Jeff. It was me. (laughs) And... Here's why I did it. I did it for the show because I wanted to see what the fun was. All right, I'll admit that some people I talked to on Facebook helped sell me on these by telling me this Doctor Doom is six-inch scale. It's Marvel Legends in scale, and it would actually work as a pretty decent Doombot. Nope. Well, yes, there is a Doombot Marvel Legend already, but... (laughs) But his calves aren't, like, five times the size of a normal person's. Like, that's the problem with these figures, is they're overly stylized. There's no way that could fit in any other. Yeah. No way. But it's a robot. No. And then I had to see where the fun is, so I decided I'd pick up the Iron Patriot. I resisted the Titan, but I did pick up the Iron Patriot Masher, so I could see where the fun is of ripping forearms off Doctor Doom, and maybe the head and cape off of Doctor Doom, and putting them on Iron Patriot. Are you having fun right now? Ah! I'm just reminded of that line from Beverly Hills Cop. Better get him out here before things start falling off of the man. Because <laughs> Iron Patriot was one of the deluxe figures that comes with a lot of extra parts. But no, it's just silly. It, well, actually, that's kind of cool. Iron Patriot with the doom head no, and cape. No, it's not. No? No. Not going with this? Uh-uh. To me, I don't think there's any value or any play value. Maybe to get, you know, a young customizer out there, an easy way to start thinking about part swapping. That's kind of cool. But having seen these on the shelves, I'm not going to ding the style. I think it's cool that there's another style out there. Like I said before, I kind of feel like these kind of look like the old G.I. Joe Sigma 6 figures. Just not as well articulated or not as big. But I kind of like this squared off animated style. I think they're kind of neat looking. I'm going to say the articulation is pretty good in the legs here. I mean, you've got fully Vonner swivel ankles. He's got the ball-jointed hips as well as the T-joint. There's quite a bit there. There's just not a whole lot in the arms and no waist articulation. But there's, it, the leg's pretty well articulated. I'm not getting any more. I want to get these to see if they were worth a damn. And to be honest, they're great for 
kids because there's no small pieces that they can eat and choke on. Yeah. But the problem with the articulation is every time I try to bend him at the knee, the leg just pops off and thinks I want to put an Iron Patriot knee on him. Oh, that's a bummer. See, to me, this would be a great thing. Like, I saw them at Toys R Us, and they're trying to hit three different price points. They're trying to hit a $10 price point, like a regular action figure, a $15 price point, and then a $20 price point. Well, don't put all those extra accessories in there. Put them all in just single carded things. Forget all the extra snap-on things, and make this your $6 action figure for smaller kids. You know, instead of the the dumb five points of articulation ones that we always poo-poo, I would be all right with this being the kid line of action figures. I think, honestly, Hasbro doesn't quite know what to do right now. Because between those squeeze their legs and they punch figures, and the play school heroes in two different scales, and the five points of articulation, three and three quarter inch figures, and these, it's almost like they're taking a buckshot approach. They go, something's going to click with the kids. (laughs) No idea too wacky. We're going to market it and see what kids buy. Isn't that what they do, though? Is it cookie cut or something on one line? And if it works, then they go ahead and cookie cut it on other lines. And they also chase the other properties a little bit, too. Like, this feels like something that was out on the DC side a while ago with the little, the knobby pushing things on the sides and all that stuff. There's like, a, I feel like there's a Batman that is very similar in style to these. So they might be chasing that market as well. And the very last thing in stores, I have not found this, not for lack of trying. But Jason, our Facebook reporter up in Minnesota, found the Avengers Micro Mugs. I can't wait to get those. (laughs) Now, I'd like to kind of pat myself on the back and say I had something to do with this. Maybe they just wisened up. But when I was there at Comic-Con talking to the Hasbro rep, I said, you know, I have bought so many of your Iron Man 3 micro mugs and just waited for you to get Wave 2 out there because I had no way of knowing what was Wave 1 and what was Wave 2. Well, this box clearly says Series 1. Nice. Even on the individual little... Package boxes boxes, or just the carton? On the individual ones as well. Nice. Didn't they seem shocked that even Wave 2 wasn't out and that it didn't sell big? They were shocked when I told them, yeah, that Walgreens had them on clearance and that not even eBay at that time had Wave 2 of the Iron Man ones. And I know that Kevin, who's one of our Facebook fans, wrote that he's so burned on the Iron Man ones, never finding that second wave, that he refuses to get into the Avengers Assemble ones. See, that's the nice part not being in a, in a completionist. I don't have any anger towards the line for never getting wave two out there. <laughs> I can just get excited that there's a MODOK. I know. I will have him. He will be mine. I love the character selection. I mean, you get your Avengers, your five Avengers. Black Widow gets the shaft here. You get Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, Cap, Hawkeye, Nick Fury. So those six. Then you get a second Cap, the World War II Cap. He stole Black Widow's spot. I don't think that's fair. <laughs> yeah, there's some that didn't need to have, you know, slots in this lineup, considering they left Black Widow out. But then you get five baddies. Kang, Ultron, Red Skull, Loki, and MODOK. Ooh, Loki. Love, love, love Loki. I, I, I just want all the baddies. I wonder if I can find just a case of the bad guys. <laughs> you can probably buy my seconds when I finally see these in a target and just go nuts buying them (laughs) have we seen these open yet it looks like maybe they don't have the little stands anymore or is that just the way they market them on the with the artwork 
That's how they marketed the Iron Man 2 ones as well. Jason didn't buy any, and I haven't found them, so I don't know if they have removed the stands or not. I would think they've kept them. They apparently are not worth a road trip. I want to know how MODOK stands up. He's just a floating head on this picture. I will let you know. I can't <laughs> wait. Yeah, these are these are more interesting than I, I would have thought. I'm just happy they're showing up in stores because I was planning on ordering a case online. There's nothing wrong with that either. It's a smaller case than the Iron Man ones. Is it? 24. I think there were 36 in the Iron Man case, weren't there? But there's only 12 figures I need, so buying 24 seems overkill. If there was like a chase translucent, I might do, do it. If it was like the Vinyl Mations and there's a super chaser. Mm-hmm. But without that, I think I'll just go to Target, buy a dozen, go into Starbucks, open them, and then go back and buy more. <laughs> We've done that a few times. Uh, sounds like a fun Sunday. <laughs> but there's been so much in stores, there were some online sales... Sales to Astonish! Nendoroid has offered up their latest Iron Man. They did the Iron Man and Amazing Spider-Man we reviewed on the show, Marjorie. Yeah, I like those two. I've got a problem, I guess. Well, they did a repaint of the Nendoroid Iron Man to a Nendoroid Iron Patriot with a flip-up roadie mask. Cool. (laughs) I, I liked that so much with the metallic paints and everything. Yeah, for $54, I'll be picking him up. And speaking of Iron Man, it's been, what, at least a week since Hot Toys released a new Iron Man armor. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of slowing down and kind of behind the ball there. Now, we all know I would order it, but Justin, you pick and choose. How do you feel about the Star Boost Iron Man armor? This is the one that I've always had a little bit of a soft spot for. This one, every time I see it, I just think, God, that's so cool. I love its, like, mottled leather look on the armor and then the white with the gold mask. I really like this armor. It does. It feels like he took apart, like, a NASA satellite to make this armor, you know? I'm okay with this one. I know Arnie's all in on this, but I don't think this is one I would pick up. How much screen time does it have? About the same as all the rest. So, wait, is that? I don't know. That might be. I, I don't know. I think I just need to screen cap and frame by frame Iron Man 3 at this point. (laughs) This is the one that people think might get a little bit more screen time if there's any crossover between Iron Man and Guardians of the Galaxy. Because this is the deep space armor one. Right. So this one might have a little more legs than just the end of Iron Man 3. That's right, because they also made the Funko Pop vinyl of this armor. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but out of all of them, this one's the most unique suit you know it's not just another version of gold and red or another mark 7 painted a different color this is a completely unique design of armor and a completely unique paint job and he's expected to ship in november 2014 so i'm guessing eh, valentine's day 2016 yeah yeah or 2015 i mean that just goes right back to my problem with with hot toys i'm excited for this right now you showed it to me now i'll give you my 270 bucks right now send it to me next week but if I start paying for it now and it's like Thanksgiving that I'm getting notices that it's not going to ship until Valentine's Day next year, eh, you know, I start to lose interest. I am happy that it was only 270 by not being diecast. You know, they've been doing so many of the diecast ones at the over $300 price point. The $30, $40 savings felt nice. Yeah. It just looks like such a tight sculpt. Like looking at some of these pictures, like the way... His knees snap into position and, like, line up with his upper thigh armor. It looks like one piece until they show you the next scene where he's got his leg bent and it kind of flips up on itself. 
Well, you can order that now from Sideshow, and if you do, please, we would appreciate it if you use our affiliate link from the homepage at Marvelicious Toys. But how many Iron Mans do you need? That That is a question. I've asked that before, coincidentally. <laughs> because Sideshow has launched, over the holidays, their own entire line of Iron Man quarter-scale maquettes. Premium format by another name. Yeah. Not by another price, though. No, it's a little bit more expensive. It is an Iron Patriot quarter scale with a light-up star and light-up eyes. $400. Yikes. I mean, this thing, though. I mean, you say yikes, but I say... You probably said charge. I say 22 inches tall. (laughs) I say nice metallic paint. I say a nice stylized base. And I say he'll fit in very well with my quarter-scale Avengers. And just tons of detail. I mean, they've got his rank and the FF and the number on him painted up there. And But it's not more detail than a hot toy. I don't know. I haven't seen my Iron Patriot <laughs> hot toy. <laughs> I wonder how he compares to a Play Imaginative toy. Yeah, I don't know. I'd love to know. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of detail. All the white painting they've done on his sides and the gun and the light-up features. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous piece that I would have come to expect from Sideshow, assuming it arrived undamaged. <laughs> yeah, if I was a premium format guy or a quarter-scale guy, this would definitely be high on my want list. It is high on my want list, but I will say, I did not order. It's a new year, a new Arnie. What's going on? Well, there was no exclusive edition. It is just out there. And I know that if it's not shipping until December 2014, which I read as July 4th, 2015... <laughs> that I'm going to have some time on this. And they have been very nice to me, sending me when I get my shipments from them. And I've been getting a lot of hot toys lately. Sometimes there'll be a card for $25 off an order or something. And I I just think that there's savings to be had. They were offering double points the very first day it was open. But, eh, bird in the hand is worth points in the bush. My grandma always says that. <laughs> and besides, I already placed an order. They released that the same day. That they released the premium format Red Skull, which did have an exclusive edition. And that my wife wanted, so I... He's pretty cool. He's got a great face. The mean face is the best one. Yeah, the exclusive comes with the old school comic face with a big brow, as well as the new modern kind of Hellraiser face. Is the hat interchangeable or is that part of the other head? I believe that's part of the Scully head. All right. I won't know till I get him, you know, when I'm 42. <laughs> One of these shots <laughs> looks like a glamour shot. He's like <laughs> looking over his shoulder at you, smiling with his <laughs> sailor's cap on. <laughs> I know the exact shot you're looking at, too. It's like the shoulders off. <laughs> <laughs> this is Red School's senior high school picture. <laughs> I was a little bit torn on this one, but Marjorie pointed out we got the cap because she was into that. And... He goes very well as a companion piece with that. The exclusive made me pull the trigger immediately. And I love the leather jacket with the underwire that's going to let me pose it all kinds of different ways. And the cloth Hydra outfit and his pistol and helmet. There's a lot of nice things on this Red Skull. Yeah, it's it's super cool. I mean, it's it's got a lot of cloth work going on. Like you said, it's got the leather jacket and then the canvas looking shirt and red piping. It's quite a bit of detail. That red was, piping makes it. It does. It makes him the Hydra version, you know? It's really, really neat. 
That will go good with the, the cap. See, one of the advantages to being an evil person is you get to dress better than anyone else. <laughs> I dig it. But Sideshow also announced more stuff. This just in. News from the web! They're going to have an amazing Spider-Man 2 figure line. I'm not liking the sound of this. I don't know what that means. Yeah, what what do they consider a figure? Are they talking premium format figure? So it's basically going to be quarter scale Amazing Spider-Man 2 stuff? Or did Hot Toys not come to a deal with Sony for Amazing Spider-Man 2? They only said Amazing Spider-Man 2 collectibles coming soon. But the two things I noticed is, first of all, there's no Hot Toys logo on there. And when they tease future Hot Toys, there's always a Hot Toys logo on it. Mm-hmm. And on Twitter, their Twitter girl Susan said figures. Interesting. Well, if there's one thing that doesn't necessarily need the Hot Toys treatment, and I think Sideshow can handle, it's putting a Spider-Man outfit onto the proper buck. I would agree, except what I love Hot Toys for, what they've really gone a cut above, and what got me into Hot Toys, were the facial sculpts. Yeah, if you're going to get the unmasked head and everything. Yeah, it's got to look like Andrew Garfield. I mean, the first Hot Toy I had to have was Ghost Rider with that Nick Cage. (laughs) (laughs) I know that sounds weird, but it was. Oh, boy. (laughs) You're right. You know, if you're going to be paying that amount. But then again, a sideshow 12-inch action figure is usually a little cheaper than a Hot Toys action figure. That is true. But I'm not going to count Hot Toys out yet. Hot Toys did release their shipping schedule for this year. But on the not scheduled but heavy rumor list, they're saying Loki from Thor The Dark World. Mm. Super Soldier Steve Rogers from Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier from Winter Soldier. Whoa. Star-Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy. Huh. Iron Whiplash from Iron Man 2. What? Yeah, we've seen that, I think, though. We've seen pieces and parts of that, right? Yeah. Okay. Charles Xavier from X-Men First Class. Which one? Which one? Oh, just First Class. Okay. And Pepper Potts from Iron Man 3. Yoga Pants Pepper Potts, because that's the one everyone wants. And then you gotta figure there's gonna be a rocket raccoon in there somewhere. Right, and Drax. They're gonna go heavy on Guardians of the Galaxy, I can assure you that. But not on the list is anything Amazing Spider-Man 2. I'm sure we'll find out soon enough. Well, they just shipped the Amazing Spider-Man Spider-Man last month. I just got him the day we're recording. <laughs> there's no hurry on this, Justin. <laughs> we don't want to rush this, okay? You, you gotta just take your time. <laughs> I imagine it's hard sewing that many little webs into a suit. It's got to take a long time. Do you have any idea how many Aunt Mays are working in that Chinese sweatshop? (laughs) Over at Funko, there was a list released at NerdFoo of what's going to happen in 2014. And there's some pretty neat stuff on there. And I'm not just talking about the Arrested Development stuff. Ooh. I know, Tobias Funke. (laughs) Tobias Funko. The never nude pop vinyl. <laughs> if it's a never nude pop vinyl, I'm totally buying one for everyone this year. Yes. They're going to have in the blind box, which super fun. I, I'm so excited about blind box. They're going to have Marvel Ultron. You're going to have Thanos, Galactus, Silver Surfer, Loki, Thor, and Hulk. Now, I love that character lineup because you know who's not in it? Any Avenger. Hulk. And Thor. <laughs> well, Hulk. And Thor. Oh, Thor. 
But there's no Cap, no Iron Man. I love that for their first Blind Box Mania offering, they're going with some lesser done characters. Silver Surfer, Loki, Oh, but Galactus. wait, there's more, Arnie. There's also going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy Blind Box. Ooh. Why do I just have a feeling that there's going to be like 80 Rocket Raccoons on your desk? Because <laughs> he's super cute and he's awesome. <laughs> In the Wacky Wobblers section... They're going to have Guardians of the Galaxy and Amazing Spider-Man 2. And which ones are the wacky? Oh, those are just the bobbleheads. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, okay. And then the last announcement they had was a secret new line. It's going to be debut at Toy Fair. Marvel, and it includes Star Wars as well. It's very interesting. It's got all their big properties. Star Wars, Marvel, DC, Ninja Turtles, Universal Monsters, Transformers, Alien, and Predator. And what they say is it's a vinyl figure in nature, very Japanese-inspired. So I'm seeing their version of Munnies and Labbits. Maybe Roggies, or I don't know what other animal can you find with put another letter in front of it. <laughs> and then finally they said there's going to be another top secret line introduced that they redefine what plus is to collectors, including Star Wars, Marvel, DC, and many more. Interesting. That's a, that's a tease. That's a way to tease some products. I'm more excited at this point for Funko at Toy Fair than I am for Hasbro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of Hasbro, a little bit more news. In a Diamond Previews magazine that went out, there were two big pieces of news for three and three quarter inch figure collectors. The first piece of news is North Star fans, there might be hope. For both of you. <laughs> there is apparently coming in March of next year a final shipment of Marvel Universe figures, a final revision wave. See, didn't I tell you not to worry? Now you can worry because it's final. It's the last wave. But... Justin, if you can ever get him not to act on these impulses, then that's amazing. But this is how it is. <laughs> well, luckily, this figure hasn't been anywhere on eBay yet for him to overpay yet. No, I have that save search going, and I'm finding a lot of hero clicks. <laughs> but also in that same Diamond Magazine, the Avengers Infinite Series action figures were announced. And while the listing says six inch, you look at them, you know they're three and three quarter inch. You got Iron Man with his bugle. You got that a repaint of the Wasp that came with that team pack a while ago. And then four all new figures. And we were promised a Hyperion and a Grim Reaper in the three and three quarter inch line. We're getting them in the Avengers Infinite Series scheduled to ship in March. Yeah, that that announcement was all kinds of garbled. You know, the price was weird. The announcement that they were six inches was weird. But any, any collector can look at these images and say, oh, no, these are the continuation of the Marvel Universe. Yeah, you even have repacks of an Iron Man and a cap in the first wave here. Yep. And like you said, that bugle on Iron, Iron Man's arm is the dead giveaway that this is three and three quarter inch. But brand new figures coming. You're going to get a Marvel Now Hulk. They're calling it Platinum Hulk. We were wondering what these platinum figures were. And that's what they're calling the, I guess, collector's line of three and three quarter now. So a platinum Marvel Now Hulk with his armor, a platinum Grim Reaper who just looks all kinds of badass. A platinum wasp, which comes with the tiny wasp, and she's in her black and yellow. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest question that's been answered here so far, beyond, like, what's the card art going to look like and what what's the price point going to be, is how much of a continuation of Marvel Universe is this going to be? And as far as the figures go, 
it is the Marvel Universe. It's using the same bucks that we're used to and improving on those, some new sculpts with the Hyperion and some parts on that Hulk. But when we get to just the painted figures that we're seeing here, they're using the Marvel Universe stuff, not the Avengers Assemble stuff, not not any of that other three and three quarter inch stuff that we were worried might be the new line. So I'm I'm excited that this is happening and we're starting to see stuff already. Yeah. Or finally, should I say. Yeah, I am looking forward to seeing hopefully this wave and maybe even wave two in person in Toy Fair in February. And that is it for our show. It's quite a big show for starting out the new year. We haven't had anything to talk about for quite a while. And we have so much more to talk about. I am literally trapped in my desk behind boxes of figures we need to open and review. The Captain America Legends, the Spider-Man 3 and 3 quarter, the Captain America 3 and 3 quarter, and no, I will not buy any more mashers. Yay! And never buy a Titan. <laughs> if, if there was a gun to your face, Titan or masher, I would pick masher. I fall on the masher side too. Only if, only if there was a gun to my face though. That's the only <laughs> circumstance. <laughs> Having bought both, how do you know unless you experiment, right? So I've experimented with Titan, I've experimented with Mashers, and... And you still prefer the company of women. <laughs> <laughs> so we will be back next time with more figure reviews. So all that and more on the next Marvelicious Toys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help our show by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com. At the site, you can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for Marvel toys, talk and trade toys in the Marvelicious forums, and much more. It's all at MarveliciousToys.com. We want to hear your thoughts on Marvel collectibles. You can leave reports of your latest toy finds as well as product reviews on our voicemail at 803-MARVEL-4. That's 803-627-8354. Or email an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at MarveliciousToys.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Arnie Carvalho. Podcast enhancements by Andrew, Shane, Daryl, and Barrett. Marvelicious website designed by Jason. Photo editing by Curtis and Jeff. Graphic design by Justin. Announcements by Brock. If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars Collecting is covered at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at SWActionNews.com. If you want to hear reviews of every movie ever based on Marvel Comics, check out those reviews and hundreds more on the Now Playing Podcast at NowPlayingPodcast.com. Marvel Comics and all that the Marvel Multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. Marvelicious Toys is a Venganza Media production, copyright 2014, all rights reserved, and no part of this show may be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without the written permission of Venganza Media Incorporated. Arnie's more happy than I am. I'm not as technically savvy as you are. Well, you're happy to help. You're just unable. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's not like I'm unhappy to help. I just won't be much help. <laughs> it's like when I'm at Target all the time and people ask me where stuff is. That's because you wear you the red shirt. you got to quit wearing red shirts and khakis. He does. Yeah. I've caught him. <laughs> oh, brother. Brother. <laughs>
Except for one caveat. I still have one lingering Christmas party left to go to. I'm telling you, this is just, it's getting stretched out further and further. It's going to be St. Patrick's Day before I can look back on the holidays. I would hesitate to not call it a Christmas party at this point. Yeah, but if I got to buy Christmas presents, then... Yeah, I guess so. The commercials are still on TV for some shows, so I kind of do feel like this year, Christmas, is that girl you met at the bar and took home, and she's still there in the morning, and she's not making any motions to put her panties back on and leave. (laughs) Looking (laughs) at you, Lexus sales to remember. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, is this a DCPI you're looking for? (laughs) Says we have eight in the back of the store. We'll pull them if you like. (laughs) But these are nice. I really... (coughs) Getting really choked up over it. (laughs) He's really verklempt. I really, I really like this. I really like... (laughs) Let me go tell him. Hold on. That was great. That was almost like you <laughs> had it on. Oh, you're doing that on purpose. I think it's okay now. I think it's okay. Starting with the Star Wars Black Inch or Black Inch, the Star Wars <laughs> Six Inch Black Series. The Black Inches are bigger. <laughs> sure. Why don't we start with the movie one? Even though they're numbered, is that not going to drive you nuts? They're numbered. Did you look at them? Oh, okay. The back of the box seems to indicate that they're numbered, but I don't see the number anywhere actually on the box. Yeah, it's not on the box, but it's there. Okay, yep. We'll go in numerical order. That's kind of, I feel like that's blowing the load a little early, though. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind that Ultimate Electro himself ripped off Dr. Manhattan. (laughs) Down to the nudity. Hey, it's a big blue penis you got there, buddy. (laughs) No, no, those are the balls. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm thinking using quite a bit of the parts, except for her, her furry parts and her head, I think we're using that new female buck. <laughs> they were furry. She shaved. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, I think you're supposed to wax, but shaving just leaves stubble. So. It's true. 